You're listening to the awesome podcast where we celebrate the achievement and lessons of women-owned food and beverage manufacturing companies in Canada. You're tuning into our session with Colleen Hossecker, who owns Canadian Organic Spice and Herb Company. I'm Colleen. I'm the founder of Canadian Organic Spice and Herb Company and the Splendor Garden brand of organic food products. Our product line is produced, manufactured, and we market it here from Watson, Saskatchewan. And we sell to distributors and into grocery and health food stores right now across Canada. And we do some um, exporting as well. We're developing our Splendor Garden food brand. Right now, it consists of a full line of organic spices, herbs, seasonings, dip mixes, a line of organic gluten-free oats, and our newest product is a plant-based coating mix. And so we plan to continue developing our product line. And our idea is to have better for you food choices, organic food and different mixes and food blends that are, are just better for you. The consumer, they want to eat healthier and at the same time, they still want that food to taste good. So often you hear them say, oh, that's organic and that tastes like. So we want to develop those food products that taste good, that you're going to want to choose. And we're striving to develop a trust amongst our customers and our consumers that they can go to the Splendor Garden brand of food products and trust that it's all whole food ingredients and no additives, no nothing hidden in there. So they can trust that what they're eating, they can read the package and understand what's in it. Because we import our product as well and we need to project out so far, it is a definitely an issue that ultimately in the end you need to take a bit of an educated and well-informed guess, <laughs> right? So you, you do as much planning and, and spreadsheeting as you can trying to figure it out, right, from your past years and then project in your growth and then go from there. And, and that's about all you can do, I think, right? And then hope you get that product that because we face the same thing, all of a sudden our top seller is not available. There's a crop failure and, and that happens to us too. We have seen huge, huge price changes in freight, like from the cost of say, maybe bringing a, a container a product in that's costing 3,500 US, that same container is now costing $12,000 US. It's unbelievable what's happening and the length of time to receive product and just that there are no containers available to start with. I think it's my ability to stay calm, to assess situations and then to take action because you find yourself in so many situations, right, where action needs to be taken or where you're running into problems, etc. And I find it's really important that as leaders, we don't procrastinate, because you need to just make that decision, whether it's right or wrong, it's your decision to make. And it's important not to procrastinate and do that. So I think that's what I found kind of surprised me in some ways, my ability to do that and, and not to 
let myself get so wrapped up in the emotional part of it, which I think we all have to work on all the time. But that was one of the things I found. I'm a big list writer. I I just always have been, and I still am. And on paper and in a notebook, I probably have a box of about 300 notebooks over the years that I keep, right? And that helps me to make lists and prioritize that way. But as well, I, I have a strong faith. I have a very strong faith in God, and I, I lean on that when I need that extra, actually, which is all the time. <laughs> and, and that is what I use. I tend to look into the future a lot at what I need to do to drive the company ahead. And those become my priorities. And at the same time, I look at each individual department and what is most needed to be done in those areas. But as in saying that too, as a woman founder, now this is a little off topic, sort of, but not, I find that for women, We have a lot more going on than just driving our companies. And we are driving large companies and running large companies. But if we don't have our personal stuff in order, we don't seem to function very well. At least I don't. So it sounds silly, but sometimes when I need to really get my, you know what, together, I go out and I buy that birthday present for my grandson and I get that cake that I need for whatever else. And I I get my personal stuff lined up and ready, and then I'm good. Then I can conquer the world again, right? Because it seems for us women, it's not the $100,000 container of products stuck at the border that is holding us up and bothering us. It's not having the birthday present for your grandson ready, right? So I try and take care of that stuff so then I can bulldoze ahead and drive my company's growth. One of the things that I've noticed about myself is that I've really had to, during this time, concentrate on delegating. So often, it's so easy to fall into that, well, I'm just going to do that quick myself. And we are all at the point now where we can't do that anymore. So we really... I've really been working on on delegating and making sure that I that I do delegate and continue to delegate the workload to my colleagues and staff that I that I work with. When you're importing a lot of product and that way, it's a huge job just keeping the quality at the level you need it to be, right? And to be staying on top of that when you have lots of different products and sampling and and making sure that the product you're getting is what it's supposed to be. And that's a really big job. And now selling online and direct to consumers and people are so quick to put reviews and everything that sometimes a review can be very devastating for a company if that review isn't well thought out and done properly. People are entitled to their opinions. But I think as consumers, 
they need to look at the companies that they're reviewing and the reviews they're making. Because quite often, these are all companies that are working really hard and generally are getting it right. And consumers can be so quick to pick one little issue up and just go with it, right? So I think back to what you said, Kelly, people need to be kind and and a little understanding. As food producers, we're working really hard and we're trying really hard to keep the quality of the product up and to keep the supply chain filled with food and available, right? So I think you're right in the end, people need to be be kind and, and somewhat understanding. One thing that I would have to say is that you need to be able to visualize where you're going and you need to consistently do that throughout your entrepreneurial journey. If you can't see where you're going, you will never get there. So in the same sense, you need to be able to see the growth that you want. You need to be able to visualize where your company is going. Where do you want to end up at? Are you looking at staying a a moms and pops organization? If that's how you're thinking and that's what you're doing, that's where you'll be. Are you thinking to grow bigger? Do you want to be the Bob's Red Mills of the world or the PepsiCo or that? Is that what you're looking to build? Because whatever you think and wherever you see yourself going, that's where you'll go. Thank you for listening to the awesome podcast where we celebrate the achievement and lessons of women-owned food and beverage manufacturing companies in Canada. Learn more about our community at beawesome.ca. 